Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, June 21st. Strange things. Damn bones. Today's scripture reading, 2 Kings chapter 13, verses 20 and 21 from the New Living Translation, which reads, Then Elisha died and was buried. Groups of Moabite raiders used to invade the land each spring. Once, when some Israelites were burying a man, they spied a band of these raiders. So they hastily threw the corpse into the tomb of Elisha and fled. But as soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man revived and jumped to his feet. This is God's word. Seriously, this has to be my favorite miracle story ever. First, it's so gloriously random and brief. As readers, we're not expecting it any more than anyone did in the story. A group of men are burying a body for burial. When they spot a posse of foreign marauders heading their way and they hastily dump the body in the nearest tomb, which just happens to be the tomb of the long-dead prophet Elisha, and then hightail it out of there. Bible culture asterisk, in Midi's culture, when burying someone, the practice was not generally to dig a hole six feet deep, but rather to carve out a cave with multiple stone beds, which would serve as a family resting place. The corpse, wrapped with spices, would be laid in the tomb on one of those stone beds, with the family returning after the flesh had decomposed to gather those bones into a stone box filled with the bones of their ancestors. In this way, they literally fulfill the biblical idiom of being gathered to your fathers when you died. Now, this is Elisha's tomb. His body has been in there long enough to be reduced to dem bones, dem bones, dem dry bones, lying right where the body had originally been placed. As the men hurriedly roll away the stone and gain access to the tomb, there's no time to clear the stone bench of the previous occupant, so they rather unceremoniously dump the freshly dead body right on top of these old dry bones and then beat a hasty retreat. And then, at least as I imagine it, as they run to evade the passing raiders, these tomb raiders suddenly find someone else running right up alongside them, the man they just buried in the tomb. Which highlights the second reason I so love this story. No one expected any of this. There's no faith to be found anywhere here, let alone religious sanctity or moral piety. Fear and desperation, sure. But no faith, no faith in the burial detail, no faith in the dead men, clearly. No faith in damn bones, either. Nor was there even a whispered prayer, except perhaps for more speed, as they made like good Sir Robin and Monty Python's Holy Grail and ran away. This is just a bit of divine whimsy, or so it strikes me. Perhaps there is some deep divine purpose being achieved in this unexpected and unrequested sudden revival of a dead man hurriedly discarded by panicked gravediggers. Maybe. But I see whimsy. 
The playful God using damn bones with residual prophetic power clearly still in them, as if to say, hey everyone, watch this. Which is perhaps another clue for us in our quest not to miss out on the God stories happening all around us. Even when under the stress of running from Moabite raiders, don't forget the playfulness of God who can raise the dead in the midst of our panic. I wonder what else he might do. I wonder what stories wait to be unearthed in the midst of our hurry pace. It may help us to stop running long enough to see it. So read this short story a second time and see what else you see. And then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. Then Elisha died and was buried. Groups of Moabite raiders used to invade the land each spring. Once when some Israelites were burying a man, they spied a band of these raiders. So they hastily threw the corpse into the tomb of Elisha and fled. But as soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man revived and jumped to his feet. What jumps out at you in this story? Literally. How much room do you have in your theological framework for the playfulness of God? Asking, when's the last time you threw a dead body into a used tomb and then saw it suddenly come back to life may not be the most pertinent question, but perhaps we can ask, when have we found ourselves in the midst of a rather whimsical God story that seemingly came out of nowhere? What happened? And how did you respond? Oh Lord, so serious me, and so playful you. Remind me today of your divine whimsy, your random playfulness, when as I panic, fixated on threats, you play and improvise, just because you can, reminding me that maybe, just maybe, I can stop running so hard and watch the dead come back to life through your spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen.